Hello, everybody. It's good to be with you again. So let me ask you a question. What do you want? And now let me ask you another question. Who is it that wants it? You can have your choice. It doesn't seem like there's any choice at all. But I have found that there actually is one thing that feels to me all for all the world like it's a choice. I know that that doesn't line up with non-dual philosophy. So I don't not line up with non-dual philosophy either. But it's just my experience. The experience here is that there is a choice to either is from as to where we look at things from. This is the only choice we have, but it's the only choice we need. When, if I want to look at this arising from the same place, from, from Fred, right? Like I did for 52 years. I want to look at it from Fred. Um, then I can do that. And I'll have the same shitty world I had 15 years ago. Right? And that's the truth. Yeah, because the world actually hasn't changed that much. I mean, I know there's been some technological changes and all of that, but I mean, the world, basically, same world. And if I go back to looking at it as a Fred, it's going to suck out loud, just like it did then. But I now see that there's actually a choice, and I made it a long time ago, and it was I had to make it a conscious choice, but now I don't think about it anymore because it's not a conscious choice. It's just the way that I see things. The other way to see things is from the eyes of truth, from the eyes of oneness, if you will. So, and from the eyes of oneness, there's no problem here. And an easy way to check to see if there is a problem here or not is to see if there's anything that's the opposite of this. Because I can't find a problem here in the absence of a Fred. And in the absence of your personal story, in the absence of a personal me over there, can you find anything wrong? If you can find something wrong here, you're looking from the personal me. Because there is nothing wrong here. See, the reason I know there's no comparison to this. That's why we call this perfect. It's a perfect world, but we don't call it a perfect world because it's the opposite of the imperfect world. We call it the perfect world because it's the only world that can be. Everything is as it is, is as it is. I told one of my teaching students recently that, the, that our real job was coming to explain, was helping to explain to people, so to speak, helping people see what as it is means. Because see, there's only this as it is. But nobody wants this as it is. Everybody wants something, it wants a, everybody wants a modified version of this as it is. Everybody wants, I want this as it is for me, as I want it to be. That's it. I'm, I want this as I want it to be. And I don't want it if, I, if it can't, if it's not going to be the way I want it, I don't want anything to do with it. And see, it can't ever be 
this can't ever be for any personal me. Because as soon as you believe that this should be centered around you, you got seven and a half billion people plus God saying that it shouldn't be like you. They think it's about them. And, and, and my dogs think that they're the center of the universe. So I'm, I'm sure that they, I mean, I'm just their furniture that feeds them and pets them and stuff like that. I mean, they, they're ruling the world as far as they can tell. And actually, as far as I can tell, they're ruling the house. I know that. <laughs> so as it is, it's so simple. But you know, at the end of awakening sessions, one of the things I hear people say most often is, you know, you just make this so simple. And I don't make it simple. It's simple. It's as it is. See, there's only what is as it is. There's no comparison to that. There is no alternative to that. And there's no modification of that that can actually come about by your self-will because you don't have any self-will. And when I say you don't have any self-will, what I'm really telling you is you don't have any self. There's no self. I know it feels like there's a self over there. Even in post-awakening, it's going to feel like there's a self over there probably. Sometimes there's a, there's a sense of Fred here, right? I don't believe in it. But I notice that there's still a sense of Fred here and that it has its preferences and it has the, the, its dislikes. And, um, and, it seem, and, they, and they both seem to be endless. And the preferences go pretty much unfulfilled most of the time. And the dislikes just add up, right? They just add up until they outweigh truth. And then, because what the truth is, I want a modified version of what is, and it's what you want to. Just tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth. The one thing I have to have if I uh, to have a successful awakening session with a client is a client who is willing and able to tell themselves the truth when they are presented with it. This whole thing starts with, with, with honesty. And honesty really starts with humility. Or humility starts with honesty, the hand in glove. What I want you to see is that I don't know what I am. Now, I had somebody write me the other day on YouTube, and they said, boy, everybody says when you wake up, you know exactly who and what you are, and you, don't, you say you don't know what you are, so what's your story? And, um, and, they, and they said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything. It was a very nice, very nice comment from a very nice person. And I wrote them back and uh, told them the truth, which is that, yes, I know exactly who I am in the sense that Ramana knew it and Jesus knew it and Buddha knew it and, um, and Betsy knows it and um, all my students know it. I know who I am, which is a awakeness or God or the divine or whatever. That's what I am. But I don't know what that is. See, I know, for instance, that this can't be other than me, but I don't know what the hell this is either. I mean, I know it's not other than me, but it's not equal to me. I don't even need this. 
I really don't. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I don't actually need it. And the, but the beautiful thing is when I come down and tell myself the truth that I don't know, yes, I'm awakeness. What is that? I'm awake. I don't know what that is. I really don't. It's this, it is, it is that which allows for everything else. Even awakeness that which is prior to all, it even allows for the sense of being. Because that's what I can report here is that I have a sense of being. Or that I can report that there is a sense of being. I can't say I have a sense of being because I've looked and looked and looked and I can't find the eye. So I can't report that I am, but I can't report that I'm not. I just don't know. I can only tell you that there's a sense of being. That is not evidence of being. So, if I don't know what I am, and I'm not a user of language, because they're just one of me, so why would I need language? I only need language when I want to pretend to be a me and a that when I want to be a me and an other, if it's a, if it's a sentient other and I want to talk to it, then, then I, have to, I have to have language in order to talk to myself. But when I'm by myself, which is always, and I, but I'm not pretending to be other than myself, I don't, and I'm not a user of language. I'm, no, I have no use for it. There's no point in it. There's no one to talk and nothing to talk about. There's just this. And you can't talk about this. You can only be this. In the absence of language, which reminds me that, you know, that, that saying in the Tao Te Ching, that which can be named is not the eternal Tao. That which can be seen is not the eternal Tao. It's not other than, but it's not it. This is not other than awakeness, because there's only awakeness. But it's not limited to being this body. It's not limited to being Fred. It's not limited, period. Imagine that you have no limits, because the reason I want you to imagine that is that you don't have any limits. That's the truth. You just don't have any limits. You don't have any boundaries. You don't have any limits. There are no rules for you whatsoever. So, the simplicity of this is that there's only you, from which I can say it's only there's only me, because it's just one I, no matter who says it. I can say it's only me, and that's true. You can say the same thing, and it's true. There's only me and I don't know what I am because I don't, and I don't know what's going on here because I don't use language and no language, no world. There's an, there's experience. But there's no definition. There's experiencing here. But only when I'm experiencing myself as a me, 
do I tell myself the story that I know what's going on here? See, Fred thinks that he knows what's going on here. But what I know is that there is no Fred. And as a result of that, I don't know what's going on here. I just don't. I don't have any idea. I don't know. You know, I have no whys or wherefores. I have no, there are no should be's, no could be's. There's not more of this or less of this. There's not a better this. There's not a worse this. There's not a darker this or a lighter this. It's just this. There's just this as it is. And as it is means it's unmodified. It means it's this. And it doesn't mean that it's that, that, that there's going to be a better this in the future. There's no future. There's right now. Only now. When you imagine the future, you're imagining it right now. When you reflect upon what we call the past, you're reflecting upon it right now. Because I can't, you can't find a past. You cannot track the past down. You can see evidence of a past. Okay, which I, you know, I'm, I read Archaeology magazine. I'm very fascinated by the evidence of the past. But the only evidence I know that I can speak of is that I am right now. I can't even say that I am right now, but it's close enough. It's, it's not unskillful. It's just not true. Because I'm not saying I'm not. No way I can tell you I'm not. But I certainly can't tell you that I am. Just this. The beauty of this is that it's just this. There's not, see how simple this is? I'm not waiting on the other this. I'm, I, I, if there's only oneness, is there any way that I'm not it? And I am not waiting for another oneness to show up. Check and see if you are. I bet you are. I mean, at least a lot of you. Although there's a lot of you that aren't. But there's a lot of you who are waiting on some other this. A cooler this. A more mystical this. I want the this I've read about. I want the this I've heard about. I want the this that I've projected in my mind for the last 30 years. I want that. And, and, and I'm not waking up until I get it. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Because you ain't waking up. It's only when you let go of what this ought to be. Only then does awakening occur. See, awakening only occurs when you're not trying to help. And I know that's boggling, depending upon where you are. I know it can be just absolutely boggling. How do you accept this? <laughs> But don't you have to accept this? I mean, even if you are resistant as hell, don't you have to accept it? You can say, I'm not accepting this, but you're going through it. You're enduring it. You are accepting this, even as you say, I'm not gonna. You can't avoid this. And there's only this as it is. 
Stop holding out for the better this. Stop holding out for the other this. The, 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 stop holding out for waking up soon. And I deal with people on a regular basis that have been gonna wake up soon for 40 years. That's the truth. A lot of boomers have been wanting to wake up for 40 years or more. But they know they're going to work up, wake up soon because they can just feel they're right on the cusp of awakening. They're right on the edge. They just need that one little bit, that one little push, that one little thing that they're missing. Hello, oneness. What are you missing? <laughs> what is it do you think oneness is missing? I mean, is oneness really coming from a place of lack? There's only this. This there's only the totality which includes this. This is not other than the totality, but it's not equal to the totality. There's just the one thing going on. So what's talking to you has to be the one thing that's going on. And what's Hearing these words, regardless of who you think you are, cannot be other than oneness. Cannot be other than this. See, we talk about a witness. But what I can find is witnessing. I just am not very good on finding a witness. Because I find this. And when I say I find this, it's just, that's just, just a way of speaking because I can't not speak that way if I'm going to speak to you. I find this, but when I go to look for the, the, for the eye, I can't find it. I can find clarity here, but I can't find an owner. There's clarity, but there's no one here that's clear. There's no teacher here. There are no students here. There's no division here. There's a sense of division, isn't there? It just feels like that this is all divided up. That that, that 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 there's a Buddha statue and there's a skull and there's a and there's a a, a bread man and a and a tree thing and and all of that and none of it's true. There's nothing distinct here. It appears distinct. But when it appears distinct, that's illusion. There's only the one thing going on. This is it. This is the totality. This is the totality. So you're thinking, I can't wait till I hook up with the totality. Well, can you be other than the totality? No. See, this is a simple teaching. It's not one of these complex teachings. You do not need a funny hat. Right? You do not need robes, much to my chagrin. And I love to prance around in those. The, uh, well, I have loads of candles and incense here and you don't need either one. I've got loads of little statues and stuff and you don't need any of those. No special clothes. You don't even need special practices. You don't need anything at all other than to tell yourself the truth. 
the truth is I don't know what I am and I don't and and I don't know what's going on here. That's the bottom line. And in the, in, in, in the absence of a story about those two things, there's no possible way I can cook up a story about what, well, I could cook one up, but I can't, you know, but it can't be true about what ought to be, what should be going on. There's no should, there's no ought to, there's just this. And there's just this as it is. And I know that that's driving you crazy, but it's repetition is the mother of clarity. I can tell you something 1,300 times, and at 1,301, it'll click. You'll go, ooh, whoa, I get it. This is a simple unteaching. We're not adding anything to the personal me because there's no personal me, right? It's like me trying to, to hang ornaments on this Christmas tree right here but there's no Christmas tree. Hell, there's no ornaments. What's happening? Nothing. But if I want to imagine a Christmas tree, I can imagine ornaments and I can imagine hanging them and I can try to live in my imagination, but there's nothing here. I can pretend it's Christmas all day long, but I probably will not get many people to agree with me unless you're happen to be watching this on Christmas. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird because it's so simple. There's nothing to learn. You just need to unlearn. There's nothing to add. This is all subtraction. This ain't true. This ain't true. This ain't true. Neither is that. Neither is that. Neither is that. Neither is that. There's no true thought. And, 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 and the thought that there's no true thought is not true. I don't even know how to go there. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I can tell you that it's sucks. Why do we resist this so difficult, you know, so much? Because we do. I just had someone in Satsang ask me, um, I'm feeling very resistant. And, and there's a sense there, see, that I should be feeling resistant. But how are you feeling? Resistant. Okay, that's it. You're okay. You're fine. That's it. That's it. Is that, is that there's a feeling of resistance, but there's no owner to it. There's no one over there feeling resistance. But once you invent somebody over there, then you can feel resistance toward this. But there's nothing to feel resentment toward this. There's only this. There's nothing to see this over there because there's no over there, over there, and there's no one here to see it. There's no one that you cannot understand this because there's nothing other than this to understand this. There's only this. And this is beautiful, really. You know, a definition of Maya is that which is not. That which isn't. And my world, 
speaking now from an individual point of view, even though there's no individual here. And from my view as an individual, this sucks out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Got to tell you the truth as I see it. And from my view, from the eyes of oneness, from the eyes of awakeness, it's perfect. It's really perfect. And my experience of this is typically perfect with some belief thoughts in, in, thrown in there. I can still believe a thought. I haven't graduated from anything. You don't graduate from spirituality. You don't want to graduate from spirituality. I mean, there's there's no end there's no end to seeking, but there's no finding there. The good news is, is once you find this thing, there's no end to finding. One of my students taught me something real cool this week. Student teachers. And she came up with something and she said very simply, she said, Fred, so awakening is like you have a jar. And that you have a jar with a lid on it. Listen to him, Shay. Now awakening is simply taking the lid off the jar. And sometimes awakening goes like this. Sometimes it goes like this. And maybe even it stays off long enough that you can get some conditioning out. Some conditioning comes out. You don't get it out. It just comes out. It's just seen through. And it's not seen through by Fred. It's seen through by awakeness. But her real point here, which was beautiful, she said, the one I want to understand is, said, as I see it, is that opening the jar is not the same thing as emptying. And that's what we want. We want to empty the jar. We want to graduate from spirituality. But it's only the ego that wants to graduate. There's no bottom to that jar. See, there's just conditioning. And you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going. And they start out as those big balls, and they get down over their little balls, and then they get where, where you can hardly even see them, so you can hardly see through them. That's the problem. You can't fix something if you can't see it. Back in the hood, when we were, Betsy and I were over there, somebody moved in into the house in front of us. And they actually, believe it or not, they, I just couldn't believe it. I could not fathom it. They left diapers in the yard. <laughs> this, this was an owner's pride. Left diapers in the yard. Used diapers in the yard. It was unfathomable. But what I told Betsy is, if you can't see it, you can't fix it. See, this was the way they lived. They didn't see anything wrong with having diapers in the yard. And fundamentally, I guess there's not, but it just, I found it disgusting. <laughs> That's the way this conditioning finds it. So what this conditioning did was it picked the diapers up. There's something I can change. 
I'm probably not going to be able to retrain these units into not putting diapers in the yard. Or if I do, I'm going to antagonize them. Because it's going to be very, number one, it would be very difficult for me to stay calm. <laughs> and at that time, I don't think I would have been capable of staying calm. Right now, I'd probably going to have probably still have some trouble, but it would have been impossible then. Because that's, my jar was still chock full of stuff. It was chock full of conditioning. Now there's less conditioning, which I'm by which I mean there's less Fred here. That's all we're trying to do is we're not trying to clear up clarity. It's already clear. We're trying to clear out Fredness. We're trying to clear out Bobness or Loisness. It's simple. It's simplicity itself. What if you were already awake right now? What if you were? Let me ask you a funny question. Can you prove to me that you're not awake? Can you prove to yourself right now that you're not awake? How would you do that? How could you do that? You can't do that. You can't prove that you're not awake because it'll take awakeness to try. See, awakeness is the capacity. Awakeness is that, is really is the potentiality for the, for the grand show of consciousness. This is the, Consciousness and Maya in this example would be interchangeable. This is the grand show. This is the great show. It's the only show. It's just got one act, and this is it. It doesn't doesn't come and it doesn't go. There's just experiencing part of the show. You are experiencing the entire show, but not through any given unit. Because it's like, well, how can, how can I be oneness if I don't know what's going over at Fred's house? Well, you do know what's going over at Fred's house. You're just not using that unit to, 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 to see it. You're using this unit to see it. But you're the awakeness. You're the potential. You are the, the, you are the consciousness. You're actually beyond the consciousness, but we'll just, but for the sake of language, we'll just say that there is, this consciousness is the potential for all of this. This is, this is, because this is all, of, this is all consciousness. But notice that everything in this comes and goes. You do not. You don't come. You don't go. You're stable. You're absolutely stable. You are stability itself. But there's nothing stable about what's appearing within you or upon you, however you want to put that. I think upon you is a little, is sort of more skillful. But I'm not really sure, because I'm not really sure of anything. I don't want to draw up a position. I don't want to tell you what to do. I don't know what you should do. I don't know what this should do. Except other than that, I know what it should do right now, which is cut a video. How do I know? It's cutting a video. It can't do anything else because there's no alternative to this. Any idea that I could do something other than this that I'm doing right now is insane. That's insanity. That's what insanity is. Insanity is the argument against 
What is? So when you tell me, you know, Fred, I'm being resistant. What you're telling me is, Fred, I'm going a little crazy over here. Do you think you could help me? <laughs> and the odds are yes. But I can't help you. I really can only help me. Because that's the nature of there just being one thing, is that there's just one thing. All you do have to do is see through it. See through it. If I tell you that you're already awake, and you know for a fact that that unit is not awake, that's this ain't awake, Fred. Then what am I talking to? What's over there that does not come and go? What's over there that sees what comes and goes? Because see, there can only be coming and going in the presence of observation. I don't want to say an observer, but in the presence of observation. That's how we know about coming and going. In the absence of observation, there's nothing. There's observation of coming and going, but whatever is observing what's coming and going cannot possibly be what's coming and going. Nizhigadatu used to say that the very act of perceiving is evidence that you are not the perceived. Work with that. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me again today. I love this teaching and I love you. I love what's going on here. I love our meetings. I love this. As it is. <laughs>